0: Welcome to The Lifeline, a production of Simply BJE Incorporated. The goal of this podcast is to build, to inspire, and to empower our audience through conversations on business, leadership, and mental health. We invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at simplybje.com forward slash the lifeline. Now, let's tune in for today's episode. Top of the day, everyone. I trust that you were well, and thank you for joining us for this episode of The Lifeline. We're your host, financial coach and business coach, Bo Powell, and yours truly, leadership coach and mental health advocate, Barry J. Elliott, also known as BJE. Our goal is to build, to inspire, and to empower our listeners as we discuss all things BLM. That's business, leadership, and mental health. You can visit us at www.simplybje.com forward slash the lifeline and on social media at Facebook and Instagram. Today, once again, we are privileged to have again our special guest all the way from Newton, Georgia, author and entrepreneur, Michael Moore. He is the owner of Michael Moore Photography and the author of eight, almost nine books. He corrected me last time, so let me make sure I got it right this time. And additionally, he is a content creator and a blogger, and he's also a musician. So, Michael, we want to say thank you again for considering it not robbery robbery to be a part of another episode so thank you uh we engaged in some powerful dialogue and so we wanted to continue the conversation today so let's talk bo do your thing
1: well welcome back man. we appreciate you uh deciding to stay with us for a second Absolutely. second uh, episode man the uh, first one but our conversation kind of led into some other topics and uh you know as an author of nine books you know, most people are just excited about one and not to diminish that because it can be challenging to write a book. But talk to us about how you're able to get nine books ready, eight going on nine books. So speak to our listeners about that process.
2: Well, um, the most important part about writing a book is making time. Time mm-hmm. management is the number one thing that people mention, you know, when it comes to writing a book, they don't that they don't have time but when you know when I teach my class about how to write a book the number one thing that I teach them is not focus on writing a lot but focus on getting something done Mm -hmm. and being consistent with it because the consistency is the key to starting a book and finishing it but you cannot you know start it on Monday and then you know decide to to stop and then you know, start back writing on Friday, if that's going to be your, you know, your, your habit, then you may not get it finished in record time. But if you want to write that book within 30 days, then, you know, at least, you know, you start and, and find a way to write each day, even if it's just a small paragraph for at least 30 days. And by the end of 30 days, you will have a book
1: yeah, so now the time to do that, especially you're an entrepreneur, got you know, a nonprofit as well, and how do you fit that in? You know, with everything that you're doing, you know, with time management. I understand time management is important, but you know, talks about like a schedule to do that to make to make that time.
2: Well, if you're going to write a book, I would say early mornings, Okay. because most of us. Our, our minds are fresh early in the morning. Now, you do have some people who come alive at 12 o'clock in the morning. And, uh-huh. you know, because especially with creative people, I always say that it's either you are a early bird or you stay up late at night. And uh-huh. either one of those are fine, but you have to figure out what works well for you. But uh-huh. The most important thing about working on any type of literary work, it takes focus. And it takes um, just being in that space where you're not bothered by anyone that you can really focus on what it is that you have in front of you. So for me, I like waking up, you know, at three o'clock, three thirty. And that way I can, you know, I give myself at least an hour to just sit there and think about, you know, what it is that I'm writing and do whatever research so that, you know, I can get it out. You know, because uh-huh. even throughout the day, you know, you know, I take notes like I'll, I'll, I'll get a piece of a part of what I'm writing and then I'll take my phone and I'll write it down. So when I sit down next time, I don't have to figure out where to start. I know where to start because it came to me later on that day. Uh-huh. And that's a part of just being intentional, because when you write a book, you're on a journey. You're on a journey and you may not get it that morning. You may get it that later. And so you're thinking about what you're writing, even throughout the day. And so by the time you sit down, you know, you can just flow because it's it's a part of your not just your subconscious mind, but your conscious mind. You're thinking about what you that you're going to convey to the world.
1: Yeah, that's good, man. But you mentioned waking up early in the morning, which is works for you. Yeah. Right. But I, one of the things I want to talk, ask you about the last episode and it escaped my mind um, because you, there's always something to do. When you're an entrepreneur uh, especially when you're juggling multiple things so can you talk to us about the importance of rest because there's two minds some people just grind until like you, you know some people talk about well i'll, I'll sleep when i die <laughs> you know <laughs> um and then other people like man i got to get my sleep otherwise i can't function so and it's scientific you work better when you're arrested and you have clear heads so how important would you say is rest in being successful or, or at least top operating at your top potential
2: you know what i mean yeah rest is is essential because mm. sometimes you know you can you can have a day full of frustration and mm. what really resolves that frustration is just rest mm. and sometimes you know you may be dealing with something and you don't know how to do it but by the time you really get rest and get up it comes to you mm. so rest is important you know, but here's the thing, what people don't realize is that everybody's uh threshold where rest is concerned is different. Right. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we're all built different. And uh-huh. sometimes what, make, what may make me tired, like I can probably go for 12 hours or 13 hours just throughout the day and just being uh-huh. productive. Somebody else may be done at, you know, eight or seven. You know, you have to know you and know what works uh-huh. for you because you know that's going to be the thing and you have people be like well you need to slow down you need to slow down well i'm built this way Uh and that means because what i'm called to do i'm graced to do this on a level that you're not called to do it because you're not graced to do what i'm doing Uh but you know you know regardless of the grace or not everybody need rest Uh rest is important Is a part of, you know, just being refreshed, is a part, even a part of your organs working the way they're supposed to work. Rest is Uh essential, period.
0: (laughs) I always go ahead, Barry. I I always say that rest was so important that God made rest a part of creation. Uh That's my philosophy. Absolutely. And so I think that we dishonor our creator. And we dishonor our creative flow when we don't rest. And we dishonor our bodies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. Yeah. Now, some people may have missed this, but you said early on when you start talking about writing books that you teach your class. I so heard it. okay, so <laughs> so' I, I, I there there may be some aspiring authors uh listening in on the podcast, so do you have a class that you offer to help people you know with writing, or is that just something you just with some one offs? So
2: no, I uh, do I okay. do I have a class where I teach the writing process from beginning to the end. And I also provide them with, you know, what they need, like the editors, the graphic designers, all of those things that they may need to complete their um, book project. But I do uh-huh. teach a class and and actually have one coming up December the 2nd. Okay. And they can sign up if they're interested from my website, MichaelMoraBooks.com. All
1: right. And Michael Mora is with two O's, M-O-O-R-E-R. So right. Books.com. Yeah, I heard that and I was like, okay, he's he teaching people too. So, because I mean, a lot of people would love to write a book. They don't know where to start. They don't know how to do it. You know, they don't know these keys about being consistent, you know, because they probably saying, you know what? Yeah, I started writing a book two years ago and, you know, just kind of lost the inspiration for it, right? And so just understanding that Cause some people, you know, they have, we have our stories, you know, well, you know, I couldn't think of anything. I have writer's block, you know, and they wanted to write a chapter a day or something, but you're saying, Hey, even if you wrote a paragraph, that's forward progress, you Mm -hmm. know, even that little bit is moving you forward with that. So people need to take advantage of that because if you've got good knowledge and great value, the world needs to hear it, Yeah, you know, and you need, you need support and help to get that pushed out right um so i wasn't gonna let you slide on that one man. so you yeah, know hopefully you let get some just, sign ups for that
2: let me just drop this real quick mm-hmm. uh, and what i've learned is there's no such thing as a writer's block when you are passionate about what you're writing about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so if somebody says that
2: they have writer's block then your question would be said are you really passionate about that right because some yeah. people just They just write just because they think they want to write, and they really, Mm. you know, just to say, "I got a book." But no, you really have to be passionate about it because it's going to take that passion in order for you to finish it. Yeah.
1: So that's it's it's taking inspired action. Have you been inspired? Right to write Mm -hmm. this, right?
0: That's good. Yeah, that's that's good. good. I'm gonna tell you what I heard because you have a photography business, and now you're writing books. And then the book writing created another entrepreneur opportunity by you teaching classes. Mm-hmm. And so it's the principle of seed sowing. So you sow that one seed, that seed grows, and then it creates another opportunity. But also, I see the principle of faithfulness. You were faithful with the book writing process, and though it cre- so then it created an opportunity for you to then teach other people how to write books. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Uh, so did you just kind of stumble into that? Or? Well, I knew um, mm-hmm. years ago that I would write. I mm-hmm. just, I was waiting on the timing. And so mm-hmm. when the time came, then God gave me the first one. And I just, I just haven't stopped writing since then.
0: Wow. That's good stuff. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm a slacker. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like but, anyway. but let me add this as an entrepreneur, you know, every, anytime you, you create a job, you look for ways to now, what's the term, um, to create, you know, another stream of income within what you do, mm-hmm. you know, like a photographer, you know, photography is one stream, professional retouching is another stream. Me being able to teach classes with both our additional streams so you can always create streams out of one main thing
1: yeah, especially now in the digital space yeah you know it's a lot of you can be a lot more creative these days uh and leverage technology and all those types of stuff so um so yeah, hopefully like you said, you know I know we talked about bear we should see his book coming out pretty soon <laughs>
0: Hold me accountable, brothers. Hold me accountable. Hold me accountable. (laughs) Good God. Yeah. It's time. It is time. Yeah.
1: The reason I, because we had talked about this a couple weeks ago, you know, so this is perfect timing, man. Perfect timing. And now Mm -hmm. you have some keys.
0: There you go. Yeah. And you got a class if you need it. If you want it, I was I was looking at that, and I think that is my <laughs> last day of class for the semester. So, Michael, I'm working on my doctorate. Okay. Um, so, I'm, I'm I was thinking about that. I think that's my last day of class. So I'm just thinking how I can maneuver that. Yeah, you Man. make it happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, brother Moore. As someone, if someone has been considering, you know, taking on that path of entrepreneurship, one of the things you mentioned in our last episode was just that fear, you know, of stepping out into the deep, Mm -hmm. you know, what would you say that person who's just been struggling with, you know, should I, or should I not, you know, should I go full time? Should I do it? You know, I know you kind of talked about a little bit about how your path to doing that, but what would you say to that person who, you know, really feels called to entrepreneurship but maybe a little bit afraid to let go of that, you know, that secure check. What would you say to them?
2: Um uh, I would say, you know, always having, you know, some mentoring as well. Mm. Like you can have someone that, you know, can because you you never know what God may speak to that person to give them that that clearance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and because that that will provide some more comfort that, okay, I, I just, yeah, it's time. It's time to shift because, you know, that that was one of my, that was a part of not me just knowing that I was called to it, but I had some mentoring. I had people that I, you know, talked to. I had people who I even prayed with. And so when it was time, God really, you know, he, he made it clear, but mm-hmm. him making it clear a lot of times really don't erase all of the fear, but it just gives you, more backing and more assurance that, yeah, I just gotta, I know I'm feeling this way, but I gotta take this leap. I gotta take this leap Mm -hmm. because, you know, there may be something on, on the other side that I may Mm -hmm. not see, you know, if I don't take this opportunity to Mm -hmm. do it, Mm -hmm. you know, you never know what you are forfeiting if you don't, you know, shift. And the thing, what I've, what I've realized is that, um, um, it takes faith you know if you don't have that faith then faith says you're not going to see it you won't know and you just have to step out on the faith not not seeing it not knowing it but understanding that this is what i'm supposed to do and i'm just going to move forward and trust god in the process
1: yeah And it, it, when you're speaking and making me think about that that scripture said in the multitude of counselors there's safety safety you know yeah. safety there security there um, with mm-hmm. mentorship so you're speaking about having like a community of people as an entrepreneur to be connected with, you know, yeah. and one of the things also that you mentioned earlier too, that I'd like for you to speak on is the importance of networking mm. as an entrepreneur. You know, I I remember one time I was uh, in my hometown doing uh, an event and, you know, we were in a Starbucks and I reached out to a lady and, you know, we started talking. I was going to tell her about my business and found out she was in business. I was like, well, why didn't you tell me you're in business? You know, <laughs> if you're in business. Right. So can you speak to the importance of networking? Um, obviously, we market, but how important would you say is networking when it comes to being successful as an entrepreneur?
2: Yeah, it's it's important, you mm. know, especially, you know, finding the right people to network yeah. with because you mm. know, there are wrong people and there are right people. Mm. But most definitely, you know, getting around the people that you know that that have what you need, vice versa, and that networking allows you know word of mouth to be essential to your business as well because that's that's a big factor um, of just bringing in new clients is just simply word of mouth, and so mm-hmm. networking um is essential and just being in that that environment, you know, you you may even meet someone who may not need your service, but know somebody that need your service and BAM. Mm-hmm. They become the connector.
1: Mm, that's good. Right. And I, and I think it's really important, you know, to understand that business, what you have is a gift to the world. You know, even though it's an exchange, you're receiving money, but what you have changes the world, right? Regardless of what that business is. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't speak that or let everybody know what you're doing, you're withholding that gift. hmm you know, and Absolutely. so, and there's nothing wrong with getting paid for your gift. You know, the Bible Absolutely. says your gift will make room for right. you, right? right? You know, and so, and you need to charge what it's worth, you know, right. for that gift. So, you know, close mouths don't get fed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when, you know, I, was, I I read a book by Rabbi Daniel Lappin, um, and he talks just about a Jewish perspective about prospering and, and that's one of the things, he, one of the main things he talked about is you got to let everybody know what you do, uh, because how are you impacting the world? And as an entrepreneur, I think you have the greatest opportunity uh, to impact the world um, and to change lives, whether it be through your service or providing jobs for people to be able to support their families. So, um,
0: Barry, before we close out, I simply want to say, Michael, I'm proud of you. I've known you Um Quite some time now. Um yeah, we, we go back some years. And um I've seen you. You've always you've always been consistently who you were. Or I should say you this is not something you stumbled across. You've always been a man of discipline, you've always been a man of excellence, you've always been a man of in, impeccable character. And so to see you blossom and to see you do what you're doing from photography to authoring, um, and doing it well, I wanna say I'm proud of you. I
2: appreciate it. I
1: appreciate
2: yeah. it. And brother Moore, can you give us those websites one more time? The first website is Michael The second website is Michael And then from those two websites, um, you can you find all of my other social media pages, outlets, books, links, classes, etc.
1: can hear you. Sir. Awesome. Thanks for joining us once again. <laughs> uh, right, coming back on here. So that concludes today's episode of The Lifeline with your host, BJE and Bopal. Uh, we had our guest again, author, entrepreneur, uh, Michael Mora. So make sure you check him out on his websites. And Perfect. don't forget to check us out at www.simplybje.com forward slash The Lifeline and on social media. BJE and I are on a mission. We want to bring light and life into your household. So join us and let us hear your feedback because it's all about bringing life to you on the Lifeline. Y'all take care. God bless. God bless
0: everybody. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's episode with host business coach Bo Powell and leadership coach Barry J. Elliot. Join us next week for another impactful conversation on the Lifeline.